I don't know about you, but I'm not a big fan of being told how to run my morning routine by 25-year-old men with no children. But I am a big fan of waking up early. And today on the Self-Made Mamas podcast, I'm going to explain why I believe this habit is so key to success for moms building businesses and how you can get started even if you're a self-proclaimed night owl. I'm Melissa Rogers, recovering supermom, corporate dropout, and CEO of a successful online business that I built from scratch with a baby on my hip. Through lots of trial and more error than I'd like to admit, I've built a thriving company that impacts thousands of busy, high-achieving moms around the world and gives me and my family a life and future that we had only dreamed of before. I created the Self-Made Mamas podcast to bring you step-by-step strategies and inspirational stories that will help you design a business that gives you the life you really want and the future you've been dreaming of. If you are an ambitious business mom or one in the making, you're in the right place. So let's get to work. Hey everyone. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited to talk to you today about waking up early. So if you're not a morning person, don't click off. Don't run away from me. I just want to talk to you about this. I don't want to scare you. If you are a morning person, you're going to love this. So stay tuned. I want to talk to you today about my habit of waking up early and why I recommend it to every mom building a business or chasing big goals, because I firmly believe that this is one of the simplest lifestyle changes that you can make that will put you on the path to success, that will drastically increase the chances of you achieving the big goals that you have set for yourself. And I know that this can be a little bit, um, I don't want to say controversial. I don't think it is controversial, but it can be a little bit of a touchy subject. Um, every time I post about waking up early on my Instagram, it takes off. The post gets so much reach and it jump, drums up so many upset comments um, from moms who I think when they see the post, they think that I don't have young kids or that I don't have a busy life. Like I think they think that I'm talking from a place of just not getting it. And so people tend to get um, very upset when I suggest that they get up before their kids and, and do things and, you know, get a productive start to the day. And I think that comes from a place of, um, of, first of all, exhaustion, typically, because <laughs> that's sort of a state that most of us are in when we have very young kids. Um, but I think it's defensiveness, right? Because when you're not doing something and you feel like it's impossible for you to do it, and then somebody is sort of like harping on at you, telling you that this is, you know, this is one of the keys to getting what you want, like your brain doesn't like that. Your, your ego doesn't like that. When you are being told to do something that feels uncomfortable to you, your brain is is biologically wired to say, no, we are not doing that. We are not doing that uncomfortable thing because it is safe to be comfortable. And when we are comfortable, we are less likely to die. And so you are absolutely not going to do that uncomfortable thing because we might die if you do that. And that comes from our like evolutionary programming, right? Like that's our, our cave woman brain is what I call it when I'm talking to my clients. Um, and I like to say that we have a cave woman brain and we have a CEO brain. And our cavewoman brain likes to keep us safe from these sort of like biologically perceived threats. And when we get into a state of discomfort um, or we encounter something that is uncomfortable or foreign to us, our brain tells us that it's not safe. It makes us, it makes us feel unsafe. And that's where fear comes from. That's where defensiveness comes from. That's where stubbornness comes from, because typically stubbornness is a symptom of, of fear and of defensiveness. And so 
If you are someone who is super against waking up early or you are determined to be a night owl or you feel offended when you see somebody saying that you you should be getting up early or making certain lifestyle changes in order to achieve the success that you want. Um, that's okay. I don't want you to feel, I don't want you to feel judged for the way that you currently live your life or the schedule that you currently run on. That's absolutely ridiculous. And I want you to know that none of the advice that I'm giving you is absolute. None of it is one size fits all. Um, and none of it is intended to be extreme or absolute in any way. Um, I myself have a baby. I have a preschooler, almost kindergartner. I have a teenager in the house. Uh, you know, my husband works shift work right now. Um, and previously he has been away for huge chunks of time just due to the nature of his work. And, And I get it, you know, things don't always go to plan. So I want you to understand that when I'm giving you this advice, when I'm suggesting that you wake up early, I'm going to explain to you why I wake up early, all of the benefits to it for me as a busy mom and as an entrepreneur and someone with really big goals. And I'm also going to walk you through some ways that you can implement this habit if you choose to. But I want you to know that I do not do this every single day without fail. And I see a lot of that kind of rhetoric online. Um, you know, I hear about miracle mornings. I hear about, um, you know, these different books that are usually written by men, let's be honest, um, that tell you exactly what morning routine you need to have to become a millionaire and things like that. And frankly, I just don't think that's realistic when you have small children. Sometimes just making it out the door within 20 minutes of when you intended to is an achievement when you have kids. So let's take that into consideration. Let's accept that even if making this lifestyle change or schedule change feels uncomfortable, um, that it doesn't have to be absolute. It doesn't have to be drastic and it doesn't have to be scary. And if you're feeling defensive or stubborn about it, just check yourself and make sure that that's not your cavewoman brain speaking. Because if you want to achieve CEO level things, you got to think with your CEO brain. And so that's what I'm going to try and help you with today when it comes to waking up early. This episode of the Self-Made Mamas podcast is brought to you by my free personal development manual, Eight Essential Habits for High Achieving Moms. If you're an ambitious mother, a mom-to-be, or just a busy woman with big goals, this instant access PDF and email coaching series is going to be a game changer for you. After going from debt, disorganization, and tons of self-doubt to running a six-figure business working only three days a week, I've learned a thing or two about personal growth. And after pulling data from all my most successful clients and connections, I've rolled it all into a comprehensive coaching series you can get delivered straight to your inbox for free. Head to momhabits.online to sign up now. That's M-O-M-H-A-B-I-T-S dot online. I can't wait to hear what you think. So let's dive into why I wake up early and why I think that it is so important and helpful for people to wake up early. So first of all, I really like waking up early because I like to get ahead of the day. And what I mean by that is I am really competitive. And I think that a lot of entrepreneurs are. I have a very like competitive personality. I like to be good at things. I like to win. I don't like to lose. And sometimes to a fault. Um, but getting up early makes me feel like I have won, like I have succeeded before I've even done anything. So if I set my alarm for five, sometimes four thirty, um, and I and I get up and I'm downstairs within 10 minutes of that, I feel like I have succeeded. Like, I feel like I've had a win already for the day. And that sort of like 
creates momentum. That creates this like feeling of success within the first few minutes of waking up. And that propels me forward for the rest of the day. There is pretty much nothing that ruins my day more than sleeping in and then getting woken up by like my giant almost five-year-old jumping on my head or whacking me with a stuffed dinosaur or something like that. And me getting up all flustered and behind and sort of like immediately having to tend to their needs, right? Um, my children right now are almost five and just over one. Um, those are my boys. Obviously, teenagers are less of an issue in the morning because they don't wake up. Um, but, but the little ones, as soon as they're awake, they need, they need my attention right away. They need me to be doing everything for them right away. And so when I get up, you know, when I get up early, that's my time, right? I don't have to tend to somebody else right away. I only have to take care of myself and I do take care of myself, which I'll get into in another point. But my point is here that it feels like I have won before I have even actually done anything. Just the act of getting up that early and successfully doing it and being awake makes me feel like I've won. And that sets a really amazing tone for the day. So if you're someone that's a little bit competitive or you kind of, you love that feeling of success and achievement, if you have that kind of personality, that can be a really motivating thing. You can almost compete against yourself. Like, you know, am I able to do this consistently? Like maybe I did it one day last week. Well, I'm going to try and do it three days this week. Um, and you can just, just compete against yourself, be better than you were the week before. Um, and if you're someone that is just starting to wake up early, maybe you're just getting up a little bit earlier each day, right? And I'll break down some ways to actually put this into action and, and get into this habit later on in the episode. Um, but competing with yourself and treating it like a success, treating it like a win is one really, like really good way to motivate yourself. And it's one of my, one of my greatest motivators to do it. It's one of the reasons I love it so much. Um, and as I mentioned briefly before, I also love having that alone time. So I love starting the day on my own terms. Again, like I hate waking up and feeling like I'm just being like dragged through the day. Um, motherhood is really con- like consuming. It's really, it takes a lot, right? And, you know, driving everybody around to their different things that they need to go to and making everybody's meals and cooking and cleaning and, you know, kissing owies and finding exactly the right YouTube video and doing puzzles and all these different things that go on throughout the day when you're a parent um, of young children, like those things take a lot. And so having a little bit of time that is just for me at the beginning of the day is so important for me, allows me to be so much calmer and feel so much more balanced. And it really fills my cup so that I'm able to pour into the other people in my family and also pour into my business. It really sets the tone for the day for me. I'm also the most productive and creative early in the morning. And so this is actually different for everybody. Most people um, statistically are at their most productive early in the morning. Some people are night owls when it comes to productivity. Um, it's not, again, it's not an absolute. Some people really are more creative and more productive in the evening. I used to be. So when I was in college, um, and when I was a teenager and stuff like that, I was always, I was always more productive at night. I spent my entire degree doing all of my work and all of my studying in the evening into the early, early hours of the morning. And I functioned pretty well like that. Um, when I left college, I had an arts degree, which 
shockingly did not give me a job. So I was a bartender. And so of course I worked into the early hours of the morning and I loved it. I really thrived on that schedule. And then I had children. And as you guys know, there's a different level of tired that comes with being a parent. And I quickly discovered that my night owl tendencies were not going to serve me while I had young children. And this is not to say that I might not shift back as they get older, but at this time with my children, the ages that they are right now, I do not have any brain power left at nine o'clock at night. Like it's all I can do to get through an episode of something on Netflix before I go to bed um, or to have a conversation with my husband that I'm actually paying attention to. Like my brain is no longer at peak performance at that time of the day because I'm tired. I've been tending to other people's needs for most of the day, right? Um, and I, my baby is still nursing, my little one. And I wake up throughout the night uh, once or twice usually to nurse him still. And while I am trying to phase that out at at the moment, that's the reality of the situation. And for the last few years, I've been waking up through the night, you know, with my babies. I'm very much, I have a very like attachment style parenting philosophy and that's what works for me, but does mean that I'm up throughout the night. So I don't have a lot of steam left by the evening because my sleep is generally interrupted over the night. I get up early and then by the nighttime, even if I don't get up early by the nighttime, I'm done. I'm tapped out. I don't really have anything left. And I certainly cannot do like big CEO thinking at nine o'clock at night after dealing with my kids all day. So I prefer to do the work for my company. So for self-made mama, I do that work, that CEO style, big creative thinking work first thing in the morning. That's when I make plans. That's when I create structures and systems. Um, that's when I do any sort of like design work. If I, if I have something like that to do anything creative or big brain type work, that's when I do that because I cannot do it in the evening. And the later in the day it gets, the harder it is for me to do that. And then I save my actual work days for client work because I, that's a bit easier. You know, that's not, I'm not coming up with the, all of the big ideas the same way I am for my own business. Right. The, um, the other thing that I love about waking up in the morning is that it's actually quiet. Um, I live in a house full of boys. I have two boys of my own. My teenage brother lives with us and I have a husband who are all very loud. They're loud people. My house is constantly super loud. And first thing in the morning, it's actually quiet. So I get to sit and I get to drink my coffee and listen to the birds chirp. And there are no other noises. And I cannot explain to you the peace that that brings me and the bliss that is doing that when you're constantly surrounded by noise the rest of your waking hours. So that's a really, really important part of my day. And again, it sets the tone, right? It grounds me for the rest of the day to have that peace and quiet. I also have time to eat and hydrate myself intentionally when I get up early. So again, if I wait for my children to wake me up, everything is about them. It's about feeding them. It's about watering them. It's about getting them dressed, getting them out the door or whatever it is that we have to do that morning, right? If I wake up early, then I actually have time to feed myself to eat something that is like nutritionally sound and has what I'm looking for in a breakfast in it. I have time to drink water on purpose, not realize that I haven't had a glass of water at 2 p.m. and start chugging. You know, I have time to be really mindful about my own nutrition and health. So typically first thing in the morning, I don't eat right away when I wake up, but first thing in the morning, I will drink about 20 ounces of water. 
I will have a big mug of coffee because it's just my routine. I am learning that I shouldn't be having coffee on an empty stomach. Right now, that's a habit that I have that I need to work on. Um, but I don't typically like to eat right away when I wake up. But getting up early gives me the time to sort of get the the planning pieces done for the kids, get myself organized and get whatever I need to, to do done so that I do actually have time in my morning to eat something nutritious. And again, I can have time to drink water before they get up. And these things sound so silly, but those of you that have little ones know, like this is stuff that gets pushed aside when you're kind of in the rush of motherhood, right? And it makes such a difference. These tiny little, like little things that you do to care for yourself, like drinking water are so important. They keep your brain functioning normally. They keep your mental health functioning normally. Um, they, they keep everything in check, like your body, your brain, your mind, everything works better when you are able to fuel yourself properly and getting up early gives me the time to do that. It also gives me time to do a bit of goal casting, which is essentially where I just sit down and I write out my goals as though they are real already. So like, let's say I have a goal to be, I don't know, I'm just going to think of something like. Uh, let's say I want to own, a, I don't know, cars, a Cadillac. I don't know why I picked a car. I know literally nothing about cars and I don't care about them. But let's say I want to own a Cadillac. <laughs> then I would write out, like, I drive my Cadillac every day or I, you know, I own a white Cadillac with, like, peanut butter interior or whatever, whatever it is, right? Like, whatever it is that I want. I have no idea why I picked that example. I'm sorry, guys. I'm literally the worst car person ever. But um, but that's that's an example of goal casting, right? You write out what you want as though it already exists. And you write it out every day really intentionally. And this is not, I'm not a very woo-woo person. So I'm not telling you to do this because writing it out is going to make it come true. Like this isn't some kind of like three wishes situation. This is because writing it out actually activates your brain's um, reticular activating system. And it makes your brain treat what you've written out as a priority. You're basically like burning it into your brain as a top priority. And so then all of your subconscious mechanisms will align with that priority, right? So our brains typically, if we just like leave them to their own devices, they make our survival a priority. So like I was saying, your cavewoman brain takes over and it makes your survival a priority. So it's like, okay, I'm going to keep you safe. I'm going to keep you sheltered. I'm going to keep you fed. And we're not going to do anything scary or different because you need to not die. And that's all your cavewoman brain is going to do for you, right? But your CEO brain, once you, you know, once you step into that, once you decide to flick the switch and think with your CEO brain, your CEO brain can create better outcomes, right? So your CEO brain can say, well, I would like to earn $500,000 five years from now. And if you write that out every single day, I'm going to earn $500,000. You know, my business will make $500,000 in revenue doing this, 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 and this. If you write that out every day, your CEO brain starts to take over. And so your brain starts to think that making $500,000 is a serious priority for us, right? And all of your subconscious stuff will start to align with that. All of the little tiny decisions that you make throughout the day without even realizing it will start to align with that. And that is why goal casting and like vision boarding or however you want to do it, that's why that is effective. It's not because 
you're like putting it out there and some like magic genie is going to come in and give it to you. It's because you're actually forcing your brain to treat this as a priority and it affects the decisions that you make and the actions that you take. That's why it works. Okay. So those are my reasons for waking up early. That's why I love to wake up early. And if you're like, okay, 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 I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to try it. But right now I sleep until my kids wake me up and I'm not a morning person and I hate getting up in the morning. And I don't know, like, I don't know how to change that. I'm a night owl. I like to stay up till like 12 o'clock, one o'clock. I like to binge Netflix. I do not like to wake up. If you are in that camp, then there are a few things that we can do to sort of make this easier for you. The first one being, again, understanding that this is not absolute. You do not have to get up at 4 a.m. every single day to be successful at this habit. You do not have to get up at exactly the same time every single day for the rest of your life in order to be a successful person, in order to develop this high achieving habit. You just have to do your best every single day and and give yourself grace when it doesn't work out. Like sometimes I wake up early and I've had a really rough night with the baby and I wake up early anyway. And by the nighttime of that night, I am done. I'm just so tired. I don't wake up early the next morning. If that's the case, I allow myself to get that extra sleep, right? So you really have to listen to your body. At first, your body is going to push back just because you are not used to getting up early. So you have to learn to recognize like what is me feeling uncomfortable and what is me actually being tired or exhausted? Like what is an actual, is this sleep pressure or is this me just not wanting to get out of bed? You have to learn to differentiate between the two and that takes time, Um, but you will develop it over time. So the first thing I want you to do is I want you to make a plan for what you're going to do when you wake up. So you need to know why you're waking up and what you want to do in that time Otherwise, it's just not going to feel worth it when your alarm goes off and you're going to stay in bed. So if you are someone that gets, you know, you're kind of foggy in the morning, write down what you want to do with that morning time and put it on your bedside table or on the wall next to your bed or wherever. Write down what you want to do with your early morning and put it where you're going to see it as soon as you wake up. And that way, when your alarm goes off, you'll be able to remember what it is that you wanted to do when you got up. And that will make it so much easier for you to get out of bed because you'll actually have a reason to. Second thing I want you to do is start using a sleep tracking device or an app or something like that to figure out your perfect amount of sleep. So usually these devices or these apps, right, you just like set them on and then you sleep next to with the device on you or like next to your phone or whatever. And it will kind of track like your movements throughout the night. And it will tell you when you're in deep sleep and when you're in like the different stages of your sleep cycle and things like that. Um, and it will also tell you what your perfect amount of sleep is if you use it for a couple weeks, right? So then you can count backwards and you can establish your ideal bedtime for the time that you want to wake up. And then If you are not used to doing this, I also want you to start small. So don't try to wake up two hours early, like right out of the gate. Start small, set your alarm for 15 minutes earlier every single day until you've hit your two hour goal. So this is a two hours is what I like to do. I like to wake up two hours before my kids. So my kids typically wake up around seven, sometimes 630, sometimes seven, sometimes 730 if I'm really lucky. So I get up at five. Um, In the summer, they wake up earlier. 
And so I get up earlier. I get up at 4.30, sometimes even 4. And it doesn't feel that, like, it doesn't feel bad. It doesn't feel that early because I'm used to it. But I don't want you to start out with that right off the gate. You're going to be exhausted. It's going to feel like shit and you're not going to want to do it, right? So set your alarm for just 15 minutes earlier every single day until you've hit your personal goal. I recommend two hours. And then I want you to reward yourself for waking up. So have your favorite morning drink like ready to go, whether it's coffee or tea or whatever. Have it all set up, ready to make as soon as you get up. I like to pick out really warm, comfortable clothes to throw on as soon as I get out of bed. So I put them right beside my bed so that I can literally, my feet can hit the floor and I can throw them on. And I also load up a podcast or an audio book or something like that that I really like to listen to. And I set my slippers out downstairs and like things like that. I do little like comfort things for myself. I like to take care of myself during those early mornings. And that means that I actually look forward to them. Like I go to bed excited to get up and have this nice experience in the morning. So I highly recommend doing that. So I hope this was helpful for you guys. I just really wanted to talk about this because it's something that I get asked about a lot. It's something that people don't like to hear when they don't want to do it. But it is so impactful and I really, really recommend, even if it's just 45 minutes to yourself in the morning, I really recommend getting into this habit and making that time count because it is really going to transform the way that you spend your day, which is going to transform the results that you get in the long term. And that's what we're here to do. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Self-Made Mamas podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe if you want more content like this and leave a review if you like what you hear. You can find more information about working with us at theselfmademama.com or connect with us on Instagram at selfmademama underscore. I can't wait to chat.